is up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Deja Vu Podcast. This is the TV Look Back Podcast. This season, I guess, we're talking about The Sopranos. Right now, we're talking about the last three episodes of season four, Travis. How are you doing today? I'm lubed up. I got an adult yeah. beverage next to me. I'm ready to talk Sopranos. I really like these three episodes. I'm doing great. That's the, the summary of me. How did you think season four went as a whole, Travis? So I thought on it, like kind of at the beginning, I was a little worried that mm-hmm. like it felt kind of like we were treading water for a little while. Not in a bad way, just kind of kind of recycling through things. But man, this back half of the season just hit on all cylinders. It was fantastic. I like um, episode 11. I kind of think that might be one of the best non... I don't know. That might be one of the best episodes just like art-wise, you know? Like the dream sequences. Yeah, I love the dream yep. sequences. And then that finale, dude, like they had... I don't know how long, how extra, how many extra minutes were in it because I didn't really pay attention to it. It was an hour 15. So it was an extra, and, what, 16, 17 minutes? Yeah, yeah. Most of the episodes are about like 55, yeah. 57 minutes. And that that was their best that was their best uh best finale, quite possibly best episode. Very well acted. Both Edie Falco and James Gandolfini just yeah. And like as good as Gandolfini is and was in this episode, he doesn't even come close to touching Edie Falco. Just mm-hmm. chops wise. Like she just embodied that character it was it yeah. was amazing i thought she was she won the emmy for this right uh, sh- so actually sure here i'll just tell you because i've got it all written down right here nice so gandolfini won the emmy and the sag for best leading actor <clears throat> edie falco won the emmy the globe and the nice. sag for the best leading actress the writing team won the Emmy, and the directors won a Directors Guild Award for the wow. finale. Wow. It may be the most awarded television episode of all time. You know, and, and I was reading uh, the book. Um, Which the book? The Sepulwall book. There it is. There it is. Yeah. And, it, you know, he brought up, like, it was the probably the most, as far as deaths go, like, muted like there, there wasn't a lot of deaths no, they, in the finale at I all. I mean, they tease it a lot throughout, and we'll get yes, to it. You thought something was going to happen, and I guess as as the show went on, something that you know is mentioned in the um, in the book is that I think people had a misconception that each finale ended with a death, and that wasn't true at all. Mm-hmm. Like um, a lot of the a lot of the big deaths happened like a few episodes before, or they happened like halfway through. But but the the misconception was they happened in the end, mm-hmm. and so people were waiting for some big big death. They didn't get it. No, you didn't get a big death. Well, they sort of did, even though it doesn't like hang around that long. I've read ahead, as everybody knows, this mm-hmm. is my first time getting to this portion of the series. Okay, but I do know that that they that Tony and and Carm don't end up separating. Right. So right. like. Not for sort of. There's a death. It's a death of of death a relationship. Of indeed, but indeed, indeed, man, indeed. I think this. I think this indeed. show challenges a lot of the assumptions of people towards just like this level of television. Uh, mm-hmm. Namely, like the one that, that that pops out at me is 
it seems like just about every series, especially the series that I've been really, really into, um, have had, quote, a big bad for every series. They've had, like, a big villain every se- every season. Mm-hmm. And this show absolutely doesn't do that. It did it the first two seasons. Sort of, but to a different degree. Yeah. Like, the big... Because I guess Livio was the... But is that a big bad? Yeah, she. It's yeah, not it wasn't, the like you know, the no. archetype for that. It's not Benjamin Linus. No, it's not Benjamin no, Linus. Yeah. It's not. It's not Gus Fring. It's right, not like the governor. It's not uh, the, the Trinity Killer. It's just mom. Don't remind me about that. Sorry, yeah. it's mom. <laughs> it's uh, yeah. you know this season. It's their sanity. <laughs> it's like the the yeah. the rift between what? Tony and Carm. Is the big bad this season? And you have a little, little, and even like the stuff with, with, you know, with Carmine mm-hmm. and Johnny Sachs. That's more business uh-huh. and more just escalation of business. Not really any villains, right? In that. Richie just, is probably the closest we get to a big yeah, bad. But even so far, at the very end, he becomes somewhat of a sympathetic character, right? You know? Exactly. He, yeah. I just think that somewhat like. <laughs> What they do in this show with, and don't take this the wrong way, with very little going on is Oh, no, yeah, I agree with you. Astounding. They're really, yeah, they're... Um, I mean, think about the 11th episode that we're going to talk about. You know, we... I just said this is one of my fav- favorite episodes that we've watched so far. Not a ton goes on. Like a lot of big things happen, but there's not. There's only like two storylines that we're really focused on in this episode. And that's calling all cars, right? right. Yeah, because that's we get a lot of uh, therapy stuff. Pretty much him quitting therapy. He's done. Right. He's done with the therapy. Uh, and he gets some dreams though. We have two dream sequences. Yes, we do. And I think, uh, you know, we're, we were talking, and I think Sopranos has fallen victim to i think like something like uh i don't know not necessarily fight club mm-hmm. but you know it's fallen to the it's kind of the dude bro thing to like and for a while i was sort of in the i really like the sopranos but i was like so far removed from watching i'm like but it seems like all the dude bros like it so i can't like it not saying I'm like some kind of hipster or anything but it was definitely, you know, you heard a lot of kind of your SB Nation douche bros. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Pretty much anytime SB Nation would talk about their favorite, like, show, it would be Sopranos. Yeah. And it, it kind of fell into, like, this macho, big, you know, testosterone fill. Like, uh, we were talking earlier, a show like um, Ray Donovan. Mm-hmm. Or, I've not I've only like, seen an episode and a half of Ozark, but... Entourage. Go, go ahead. Yeah, something like, it's a bunch of dudes being dudes, and they got their hot chicks, and there's some boobies, and guns, and bald-headed Maybe guys. that's a testament to how good this show is, is that it appealed so greatly to even sure. even the dumbass, dipshit, <laughs> macho, alpha man. And look, I like my, my bald-headed dudes, and guns, and titties. But that's just, just not, what, this, any, just not any, what this show's no. about. No, not at all. The show's I, about, I, think, I mean, like... The reason why this show is like, it's a mafia show for sure, um, mm-hmm. but the family that this show is about is absolutely not the mafia family. It is the Soprano family, right. the Sopranos. That's why it's called the Sopranos and mm-hmm. not fucking Mafia Gate or whatever. You know, <laughs> Mafia Gate. Like, it, 
this I want to see the show <laughs> I kind of want to see that show now <laughs> don't worry I'm sure the president will say something Mafia about Mafia Gate within the next two weeks uh-huh. uh, yeah I just I, I think that this show I think you're totally right it kind of falls victim to it like I think it's the first I think it's the first of its kind and everything is kind of uh, and I think that last episode is kind of an archetype anyway for just like mm-hmm. episodes of TV going down the road but I just think it gets stuck into this like category because it was the original. And, and it definitely has your guns and your violence and your cool bald dudes doing badass things, mm-hmm. you know, moments. But it definitely has a lot of smarts and a lot of, um, sci- you know, interpretations and, uh, and kind of psycho- psychoanalysis. Like, the you know, both of the dreams sequences... Uh, you know, and I'm wondering, could these dreams even mean anything? Or, or, like, does every dream have to mean something? Tony certainly doesn't think that they do. No. Yeah. And I think Mel... And Melfi brings up a point, and maybe I'm misinterpreting her point, but the, the only the only important interpretation is what you interpreted. Exactly. Me. If you yeah. don't think this is cool, then there you go. Although, yeah. But, I mean, like... It's ironic that he's quitting therapy now when we feel as if he's clearly teetering on the edge of his like he's not passing out every day or any anymore but he's not doing good and he's even kind of acknowledging karm is starting to drift a little bit Mm -hmm. and you know she kind of calls him on it in this and she's like i mean the reason why this isn't really doing much past where we've gotten is because you continue to do bad things, and you know that they are bad. And and he also likes to, um, you know, he also likes to just not recognize his issues. Exactly. Or not even, or he you explains know, it away. We're soldiers. Yeah. That's how it is. Yeah, this is tradition, culture. Or even like you know the dream. Uh, he he kind of knows what it means, but he likes to just forget about it. Like he doesn't. Yeah. He he. You know, he'll learn something, but then forget about it. Or just like, I, I don't really care. I don't want to see that. He's weird that way, because, like, Tony is <laughs> as in control as we perceive him. He is one of the most flip-floppity most people I've seen on TV, just because, like, sometimes Melfi or somebody's advice to him uh, just completely goes over his head. He either yeah. doesn't get it or he just completely refuses to understand it. And then other times he, you know, intelligence withstanding and able to understand concepts withstanding, he will regurgitate somebody said almost something somebody oh, yeah. said almost word for word. Yeah. He, cause it sounded cool. Right. It, it sounded sound, it agreed with what he liked. Yes. Just like when I feel like we're kind of talking about the season and, and hitting oh, yeah. some yeah, of this yeah. stuff, but like when he, you know, he's blaming, uh, Carm at the end, uh, you know, you want all these things I'm surrounding you. Like, dude, you're the one that brings yeah. all this stuff to her. She never asks for a gold ring. She never asks but he is right about oh, that. Oh, no, he's she right. Is, yeah. They're both but, right. You know what yes, I mean? they're both like, right about how horrible and hypocritical they right, both like, are. Right, like, she is totally... I mean, man, I feel like we're just ripping into the season now. But, like, like that house is her new pet project to help her forget about the sadness. Yes. Yeah. It's the next yeah. thing. And then, you know, something interrupts that. And when we get there, we'll talk about it. But, like, this is a perpetual cycle that he brings her something... 
she takes it and squares it in her head that like this is cool this is kind of dependence this is what we do but it, it clearly didn't it's not a sustainable model for how to keep a marriage alive yeah uh some other things on this episode the calling our cars episode uh, I did enjoy Tony in Miami. That felt very weird to see him in the sun, you know? Yeah, we just needed to uh, get one location shoot in this season, I, I yeah. guess. Because they're only yeah. there for about three minutes. It was like it was like the rap party and everybody was like, why don't we do a scene in Miami? It'll be fun. Yeah. Uh, I liked little, little Carmine just was like something out of Scarface, you know? I guess that's how they all were, are in Miami. Yeah. Um. I thought it was, you know, it was weird because that final dreams, like that final dream with him, that dream creeped me the fuck out too. Oh, like that, that was creeped me out. Um, I, man, I, is... I think I've had dreams like that as a kid, like where someone's just standing in the doorway, not moving, you know, mm-hmm. just like that weird stuff. Yeah, that creeps me out more than that a lot was, of things do. That was very creepy. They don't tend to use those sort of t- like, like they no. use dark tones all the time, but like that was that was something else. And then where he goes into the bath, because I, I I don't re- I didn't really remember, I remember some of that some of the episode, but I didn't remember like the extent of it. And so when he goes into the bathroom with that red light, I'm like, oh, is this another dream? Mm-hmm. It's like that was an interesting mood they had with the bathroom, you know, the, the, with that red lots light. Lots of interesting shot choices in this yeah. first episode, like. I kind of want to point to this as the most artful episode. Like Might if be, not yeah. the bet, if not like one of the top non, you know, big, sh- you know, where a bunch of people die or whatever, um, just the art of the shots and the like. It was a beautiful episode. Yeah, cinematography, yeah, fantastic, yeah, was... dude. Um, yeah, uh, I liked uh, the appraisal guy. That was that a was... good lighthearted moment. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, go back inside and get your appraising shit and start appraising. <laughs> was a line yeah that was hilarious <laughs> that was hilarious yeah. uh so we also did have in this episode uh more janice and even even when she has good intentions she sucks yeah i didn't like the whole you know she was catfishing little bobby yeah honestly i felt bad for that kid too because like you know how it is yeah. when he looks up to like, aj yeah and, and aj's just kind of a dick dude he <laughs> If there's one thing that this kid is really good at playing, it's the shithead. Because he is a yeah. perfect shithead teenager. Because he's yeah. really only serving a purpose to be a shithead teenager right now. Mm-hmm. And he's really yeah. good at it. Yeah. Uh, did You you saw that uh, thing I sent you about that char- the actor who played AJ? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he kind of just didn't want to act anymore, but he did two roles for Law & Order just to get out of jury duty. <laughs> It's the most AJ thing right? to do, right? Right? <laughs> yeah. He's killing it. Hey, if you can pull it off. Hell, dude, if you could just be like, look, man, I'm famous enough where I could be like, I want to be on Law & Order. They just put me on it. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's great. Might as well use that move, right? Exactly. If you can call like, in who's a gonna job. Say, who's going to say no to a a top-billed cast member on The Sopranos? Right, exactly. You know? I also thought yeah. that, like, I thought those scenes with AJ and the kids and just the kids in general were really really well directed like those were mm-hmm. very realistic reactions oh, sure, and yeah. like situations I, I remember being a kid you know and and you look up to your like older cousin and then i remember like my younger cousins who would look up to me and my me and my cousin who was my mm-hmm. age and 
you know how it's it's that kind of like you know they they just want to tag along and but when you got an asshole like AJ, it's uh, right never ends up well. Trying yeah. to get 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 uh get with his girlfriend, dude. He's just dude. He's trying to fuck. Yeah, he is. And then also mm-hmm. we have the uh, this this we kind of touched on it, but this is kind of a three episode run of a negotiation between Tony and the New York family. Yeah. A lot of negotiations. And like at first I'm kinda of like, okay, what's the scene we go? But then it kind of shows its sort of teeth and what this all kind of means. Yeah. Cause sometimes I get a little tired head when it comes to the more of the business stuff. But well it it, it starts to get more more of an escalation yes. as it goes on. It, well, yeah. Like an escalation and then it fizzles out, but yeah. And I think this is this season has been like this. I think if you were to ask David Chase and you were to ask the writers, which season like embodies Sopranos the most, this might be it because they are pushing aside so much mafia stuff. Like Junior is on trial, and we yeah, are that's not, not even the talking about it we don't care which is kind of an embodiment embodiment of how people feel about junior who is still technically the boss of this family yeah Yeah. he's still the boss and no one cares we don't care i don't care because you know he ain't going to jail but like it's just so fascinating because like any other show would have been like the rico trial is the center of this whole whole season yeah Yeah. but it's about a marriage it's about a marriage falling apart (laughs) Yeah, and a fucking horse. Yeah, and a, and yeah, a horse. <laughs> a horse and a marriage. Love it. A horse and a marriage, dude. Uh, okay, so episode eleven, right? No, it's twelve. 12. This is our lost, uh, our lost connection for the week. Eloise. Okay, yeah, sure. Okay, <laughs> it's oh, a yeah, stretch. Yeah. I was like, wait, wait, what? It's a yeah, stretch. It's a stretch. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Full disclosure, uh, we had to get rid of some earlier talk, so uh, we lost our lost mention of the day. So I had to yeah, fit we it did. in there. You had to fill it in there. Exactly. Okay, so I'm just trying because I watched both of these today. This is the Furio is about to. This is the Furio is really horny for Camilla episode. This is where they almost do they it. Do. Almost consummate this shit. This is the first time she was in his house without AJ there to crimp right. her style. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, at the beginning, you know, uh, Junior is on trial, and it is it is interesting how uh, they're kind of talking about how this guy is a, a, a you know dueling dueling out murder. It's like it, it's just so funny how like these mobsters can kind of justify what they do, yeah, day to day. Sort of a general thought I, I wrote. I down. think uh, I think that kind of rings true with everyone. Like we all yeah. explain away stuff that we do, whether it's a big thing or a little thing. We all have mm-hmm. like if it's something that you maybe shouldn't be doing. I think we all explain it away somehow. So I think that's that's another way for them to just you know show us how like you're not so different from people <laughs> in the mob yeah. and like. You know, they do it throughout the show with different groups of people, whether it yeah. be cops or politicians or whatever. Um, yeah, pretty okay. Yes, yes, yes. All right, I want to talk about the Polly monster because this is the this is the scene I was talking about. But we can talk about that later. Let's talk about the the big Furio Carmela stuff right now. Okay. No, 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 no. Let's do the small stuff first. Let's talk about Polly. Okay. Yeah. Let's talk about. The, all right. So 
the scene where Polly takes his mom out <laughs> and they steal all the rolls and stuff is a scene that's been cemented into my brain for over 10 years. It's the uh, most accurate portrayal <laughs> of of old women I've ever yeah. seen. <laughs> just old it just what are they doing? They're taking everything. It's so cheap. Everything and off the off the table. It's so funny, and they're like squabbling over roles, yes. and oh, great! And they're all asking for the manager. Just oh yeah, the wor- they're all a bunch of Karens. Can you imagine? Have you ever oh, been a waiter? No. Have you ever? No, waited I've been table? a bus. Boy. Okay, so you've been a bus boy. So that's so I've had asshole people who thought I was a waiter. Just like, oh my god, everybody at that table. Sucks, yes, and you suck. know they didn't leave a tip. You know no. they didn't leave a tip. Of course not. No. Oh, just the Polly kind of sucks too. He's not d- during that. He's not great. No, he. They all of them. Everybody at that table is yeah. an asshole. Yeah. Polly's snapping at people and yeah, like yeah, terrible. Just terrible. <laughs> terrible. But he gets a hot tip. <laughs> oh yeah, and then um. Yeah, this is this was a cool because you know he had been kind of flirting with, uh, you know, with Johnny Sachs and Carmine the whole season, and and, and even last yeah, season, even Johnny Sachs the, keeps telling yeah back to the Polly. finale, yeah, and he keeps telling Polly, dude, Carmine loves you, you know, Carmine, he's always talking about yeah, you're, you know, hey man, you're 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 number one pretty much, and then he sees Carmine at the party and he doesn't know who the fuck he is. No, he does not. And then Polly's like, oh, I really better go get um, good with Tony again. This episode is kind of like two like life altering realizations for people. Like Mm -hmm. Polly realizes that this thing that he's been banking on for you know since he's been in prison that he has kind of almost like a it's almost like Flirting with a new job. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's like, ah, fuck this job. I got a better job down the road. I know people. And oh, wait a minute, they don't know who I am. Right. And think about the like, if if you're talking to Johnny Sag and you're you're Polly, so like, think about the options that are set out in front of you. Right. Either there's going to be a change in New York, and you're flirting over there. So like, maybe you're now the the Silvio over there. Mm-hmm. Or there's a change in Jersey, and maybe you're the Tony here. Like that sounds mm-hmm. great, especially coming out of prison when you feel like you're not as respected as you used to be. Um, yeah, he's he's definitely interested. So then the other realization is uh, is I guess Carmilla with uh, Furio leaving. Yes, yes, yes. Um, okay, yeah. So. I didn't realize this was the beginning at the beginning where Fury almost murders Tony <laughs> with the plane propeller. I remember that scene specifically, but I, I didn't realize it was like so soon. Like, oh, oh, this is it. Okay. I was intense. Yeah. Very intense. Uh, yeah. So I guess the cousin is only there just to get wasted at events that Tony has. He, he seems like he that he's drunk off his ass every time we is see Is this him. uh this was Carmela's cousin, right? Carmela's cousin, yeah. the finance guy. Hey, yeah. he's just there for a good time and I respect that. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. They want to get on the hell I like how like they're they really didn't want to use the helicopter, but Tony's wants the helicopter, so we got to get the helicopter. You know, given uh given recent helicopter rides Oh. 
I will not be taking any helicopter rides, especially unprompted or advised against helicopter rides. Mm. That's just me. Okay. That's just me. Everybody else, uh, do your own thing. You want Hot opinion, though. If you want to end up like Kobe. Yikes. Okay, well. Kobe Bryant. I do find it interesting... Um, when Tony, I, I you know one part about their marriage that I, I, Tony never gets anything for himself. What are you talking about? He went to Star Power so, like two weeks ago. <laughs> so like Tony is like, "Hey, Carmela, can you give me some coffee?" Oh, okay. So why don't you just make it? Yeah. Why don't you make it yourself? Ballsy dude? to come down there and just like start ordering people around like it's a damn yeah. restaurant. Then he doesn't tell her like, "Oh, I know why you changed your hair because of well, I forgot what it was exactly, but." Just oh, like, because you're unhappy or something like that. He's been very mean this whole like season. Like, un- mean in a way that he doesn't even get it. Right. You know what I mean? Like, normally he's mean, but I think he understands typically when he's being mean. But in these mm-hmm. instances, he's he doesn't know that he's being an asshole. Like, yeah. He does not realize that just, like, walking downstairs to your clearly upset and uh, falling apart wife is uh, probably not the best time to be like, how about you make me a cup of fucking coffee? Mm-hmm. It's just, it, you know, it's, it's another, it's another little, little breadcrumb on the, on the edge or on to lead us to the end of this marriage or to what we think is the end of this marriage. And we do have Carmela and Furio getting to an almost kiss. Mm. I almost, mm. but it doesn't happen. Nope. And it's like, it, it's just so funny that, you know, Tony kind of just goes from impulse. He'll just do whatever he wants. And Carmelo shows so much restraint, you know. Mm-hmm. And, but like when they're fighting each other, it's Tony will blame her. But I mean, she does show a lot of restraint. Now, she definitely is at fault on a lot of things. Like, she's definitely uh, letting Tony take advantage of her. She's definitely, you know, and she's definitely fine with her lifestyle. She's not, you know, she's. She's put up with it for that long, and she's okay with what's going on. In a on. way, though, <clears throat> and I'm not necessarily defending it all or being that guy and being woke, but, like, that's sort of victim-blaming in a way, you know? Like, she's been put into this situation where it's like you follow the rules or things don't go well for you. Yes, but I'm, I'm mainly talking about, like, the crime aspect and, and sort of the blood money aspect. Yeah, I that. get that, but that's kind of, I mean, like, what what's she going to do? Mm-hmm. Like again, like I kind of fall back on like you've kind of. But she's doing it now. I know, but like you follow the thing, or like the thing stops, and mm-hmm. when the thing is making you unhappy, not killing you, it's probably easier. I don't to think Tony would kill her though. I don't think that would ever happen. Yeah. She talked to the cops. Even if <laughs> she talked to the cops. If you're talking about the crime, talk I said if she would talk. To oh, the if cops. she did. Yes. If you're talking if about the crime, the would. if you're talking about the crime end of things, that's really the only thing that she can do mm. is leave or, or that. just divorce. I guess, yeah. but like, yeah, there's no show if they get divorced. Right. No, you have to have them together. No, I agree. I, I just think like I don't think she's blameless. No, I don't think she's blameless. But like, if you're talking about like, but I understand what you're saying. If you're talking, I, I, that you could argument could definitely. Sorry, go uh, if you want to put up like the percentages of who's should be blamed here, it's like ninety ten. Mm-hmm. Like she's right, too yes. loyal to her husband and likes pretty things. That's kind of what mm-hmm. she's done wrong. Where as 
I might give it a 70-30, but we're in the same Ooh, range there. 70-30. Man, that seems heavy on Carmella. Like, where does her 20%... Does she stole that 40 grand? Does that bump her up? Because, like... I just think, because, like... Because she just... She'll be... I'm done with it. I'm done. I'm through. I'm through. I'm going to change him. Oh, I got a, I got a nice sweater. I got a ring. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm cool now. I'm cool with it all. It's like... That it seems constitutes like 30%. Maybe Man, 20. I maybe don't want to be married maybe 20. to you. Jesus. Maybe, maybe you 20. You are far more Tony Soprano than I am. You're no, 20% no. more Tony Soprano than I am. <laughs> okay, I'll take that. I do like my baked ziti in, in Gabagoo. Okay, so. I like Gabagoo, but not as much on the baked ziti. So there you go. That's okay. what it is. <laughs> That's some good stuff, man. That's some good stuff. <gasps> Uh, anyway. Yeah, so let's see. Okay, it's like what you're saying, though. We're kind of arguing the same thing. No, exactly, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I guess the only thing that kind of... Or one of the things that surprised me in this episode is... And maybe I heard it wrong because I wasn't paying as close attention to the beginning of the episode as I thought. So, like, they went to go see Little Carmine to get him to help, right? Yes, and, that is Carmine's... Right, and he comes back and he talks to Carmine mm-hmm. and Johnny... But he kind of gives up on helping Tony pretty quick and switches over to maybe it wouldn't be a bad idea to to maybe knock him off. Did I did I yeah. hear that incorrectly? Because at the end of that conversation, about, it seemed like yeah. things went opposite of the way I expected. Johnny was like defending Tony, and little Carmine is like, "Well, if you don't like these but terms," the end, though, but at the end though, like he does say, Carmine does say, "Hey, remember that." little carmine had a lot to do with you know this deal so i don't yeah. i don't know if he was totally suggesting that i don't know exactly yeah i, I was a little maybe confused on that whole conversation too. right it just because i really didn't know whose loyalty was where you know i right. didn't know if it at least johnny Sachs was, yeah. it at least cast enough doubt in your head yeah. to where like did that did they just switch the sides i thought they were gonna be on just yeah, now? yeah, yeah, yeah. uh mm-hmm. yeah i just had a quick question about that didn't know that and of course we have the back and forth of uh, Tony re- ruining Carmine's restaurant and then Carmine yeah. shutting down the construction site, which sets into motion what happens in the next episode mm-hmm. because that's Johnny's main source of income. Yes. We do have the... Because um, she goes to an Ivy League school, right? Meadow, yeah, the dinner. Okay, because that is a fucking nice apartment. It's quite nice, yeah. That is a very nice apartment. In New York. They, and her friends are so sophisticated, talking about literature. They're the wokest, dude. They're, they're so fucking woke, dude. <laughs> Jeez. But hey, did you... Tony was very happy, you know, that she's not oh, dating a, a black guy. I think this is... Yeah, he was. He's like, at least it's a white. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this... I, I feel like this dinner might have been, like, one of the final straws for Car- Carmela. Because she's always the good guy. Like, she gets to be the nice mom. But in this episode, like all of all of Meadows' friends like Tony, and they hate her. Oh yeah. Well, you know, I kind of have to disagree because she has not been the good guy a lot of times. You know, Meadow has always been at you know fighting with her. AJ always has an. And that's yeah. sort of just like in general. I think that's a, just a general. I guess thing I mean general. I guess not necessarily good guy, but the like right, the right one. Yes, he's definitely the fun one yes, right now. Yeah, you know, yeah, he's having fun. He's and when jokes. when they've been like when Carmela has been not the the fun one, 
Yeah. Tony usually isn't the fun one then either. Right. He, and she's definitely taking her, you know, yes. she, Furio pretty much just abandoned her. And she's taking it all out on Meadow now. Yeah, she absolutely doesn't care about Billy Bud that much. No, she does not care that much about that. Or much. the homosexual agenda in this country. She <laughs> right. doesn't care about that that much either. That was either. very out of right field, you know, left field. Whoa. But yeah, she was, She. I don't think she really cared. I guess she I think hates she just gays. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> You know, man. But um, no, she, she. That was a projection. She had other things she was thinking about. Exactly. Now <laughs> uh, and then, so the, the lunch with Meadow, which kind of really. I think it was just an extension of that. I agree. That was it. Just yeah. kind of spilled over. Um, mm-hmm. Although that that lunch was teased all the way back in season one as a tradition. It was. It was cool. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that scene. Um, and then at the very very end. The first thing, uh, Tony tells AJ to chill out around mom. Yes. And then the second part was the last moment of the episode that I have here. Which is great. So, you know, Tony asks Carmela, aren't you, you know, was seeing this smart, uh, I have part of it written down. Pretty much, aren't you happy with your daughter? Right, like a smart, independent, strong woman. Like, isn't this what you wanted? And... Or all that you could have ever wanted, I think, is what he says. And she very deadpan just says, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Which, dude, the foreshadowing in these two episodes to this last episode is ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Uh Oh, I have one last question about this episode. Okay. What's up with the rat on that truck? Yeah, what is up with that? Was rat? it just an exterminator's truck? I, it looked like an exterminator truck, but or was it? Like I don't a, think there's any rat right now, is there? I know that it might have just been like a little red herring because was it in the previous episode? Yeah, in the previous episode, they talk. Uh, Tony and Silvio talk about Polly possibly being. Yeah, a rat. they do. Yeah, well, not a rat, but a maybe a jump right or a, you know more of a leak than a rat. Is rat is rat more? Because I think a rat insinuates more fbi or police in some way yeah maybe yeah i don't know i don't know how turf warfare goes with the mafia you know gang warfare i get or uh turf warfare with gangs i get mafia warfare i feel like that's a less explored space mm-hmm. uh, i'm trying to look at my notes here oh yeah at the end also uh sax t- uh, talks to tony about Whacking Carmine. Yeah, that was... He's tired of his shit. That was interesting because uh, I think that's maybe the first time we've ever seen Tony express surprise. Yeah. Like, it was... He's like, oh, shit. I'm new to this yeah. boss thing. I didn't know this kind of stuff we get to talk about. Mm-hmm. Thought that was interesting. Uh, AJ's farting uh, to get Meadow out of the room was great. <laughs> yeah, meeting's over. Yeah. <laughs> little fart humor. Mm-hmm. Um, let me see here. Uh, Polly and Syl conversation was pretty intense for two characters that have kind of been the comedic relief. That's right. You know? Yeah. Which I mean, <clears throat> that that was. But I mean, we we say that though, but they haven't been the comedic relief since like season two. Well, that's true. You know, that's true. Yeah. They um, I mean, that's ah. Kind of... uh, Polly's a little comedic relief this season, but yeah. In a different yeah. way. 
Yeah. In a different way. <clears throat> the mom saw, oh, we didn't even talk about him murdering that lady. So, like, the Polly stuff, we sort of, sort of, like, flew by a bit. Yeah. Yeah. So, he murdered a lady, and so the Silvio conversation was f- prior to him running into Carmine. Yeah. So, like, that was him about to go flip. He doesn't recognize yeah. Carmine, or Carmine doesn't, like, recognize, recognize him, him at all. Yeah. And that leads him to, oh, I better start earning. I need it. I gotta start yeah. earning, and he remembers Get that. some money for Tony. That hot tip. And so... He- he knows that she has some money, <clears throat> and so he goes over to her house, and he does what Tony was going to do to Livy in season one. <laughs> if you think about it, to this old lady, and just smothers her. Yes, he does. That was a brutal season. <laughs> that was brutal, especially because it's a civilian, you know? Yes, it's, and, and it's an it's old lady kind of screaming for help. Yeah, and it's kind <sighs> of a pathetic reason, you know? It's Yeah, that's pretty intense. And then he proudly displays it to Tony and... I guess they're on the mend now. They're cool now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I think they're getting there. They're going to get there eventually, you know? Yeah. And he said, uh, friendships are peaks and valleys. And he's in a valley right now. Right. Yeah. That was during the argument with Syl, right? Yeah. Yeah. And he did get a good, oh, in that okay, one, Okay. Okay. Got to drop a little mention of a little Sopranos <laughs> content on the Twitter this week. Yeah, as right. we got the Sopranos dictionary from, I guess that came yeah. straight from HBO is what it looked like. It did. I think that might have been an old video. But yeah, it came from HBO. Pretty awesome. It was If it did, yeah. it was making the rounds again this week. And yeah, it, the, be- well, oh. the beginning and the end were really good. I felt like they were stretching on some of them. But yeah. the beginning and end were really good. I didn't know uh, the boat. What was it called? The Stugats. I didn't know that was for your. That was a dick. Thing. Didn't know that either. Yeah. Makes a lot more sense now, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. Makes a lot Stugats. more sense. In fact, I'm glad that they explained why he didn't stay on the Stugats instead of the floor as a new house in the last episode. Yeah. Let's get into the final episode here, the, the season four finale. Okay, Travis. That sounds good to me. I say, mm-hmm. let's do that. Okay. Well, first of all, Christopher's out of rehab. <laughs> Yeah, and Carm looks like shit. She does. She's at the doctor's, like doctor's office. I guess she's like feeling sick. Does the de- uh, they said it was thyroids brought um, on by stress or something? A big change. Uh, they said mono. Mono. Yeah. Oh. But she's just depressed. That's the middle school sexual transmitted disease right there. No, that is the water fountain disease. That is the middle school STD. I, okay. I guess. It's the mouth I mean, STD. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. I get it. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. For kissing. It's the with. kissing STD. Well, you always heard like in football you would get it though because uh, of the water fountain, you know, or the water spigot they'd have outside. Everyone would use that. Mm. You would get mono. I thought it was blood. No. That's, no, it's... Which one is that? Staff? That's, so that's staff. AIDS. That's AIDS. Oh, AIDS. Okay. Yeah. That is the blood one. Yeah. That's the blood one. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. She looks terrible. She's at the doctor's office. Um, most of it seems to be brought on by stress, believe it or not. Hmm. hmm. Weird. Hmm. But lucky for her, Tony's got a great idea. <laughs> Yeah, it's another another gift, another gift for Carmela because you know she's kind of down, down in the dumps for some reason. Yeah, who knows why? Who who can? 
who can possibly know which one of the things that he's done now? Mm-hmm. And she, uh, and he gets her a beach house or a lake house, right? Beach. Or, or, wait, what is this it? This is New York. House. So this okay. is beach. Yeah. Yeah. Beach house. And I, for some, for first I thought the guy was, um, Stephen King that was selling him the house. <laughs> that guy's a good I character. I Stephen King for a though. second. Yeah, yeah. I know he's in a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they're they're you know nice fixer upper uh, little beach house for her to decorate and make her own and uh, another kind of thing to take her mind off Furio for a little bit, right? Uh, unknowing, right? That's Furio. Well, for, but... and then for her, I don't even know if she recognizes it initially that that's what's happened, like. You know, like she takes her, he takes her out to that house, and initially she's kind of, you know, rebuking it, not thinking it's a very good idea. But then she starts thinking about it, and yeah, like she puts a real estate license hat on, and and she's like, you know, we should probably act quick, but we don't have to. But we wouldn't lose money. Yeah, we wouldn't lose. And then if we did do it, we could put in this and this and this. And that's really yeah. even when you think about it, it's like an extension of Furio because that's what she was doing with Furio. Yeah, exactly. She was helping him uh, remodel the house. Yep, their last date, hundred percent. Their date that they were supposed to go on was to do well, tiles. Was to get tiles. Exactly. Does Furio ever come back? I just read he did not ever come back. He's only oh, okay. mentioned in future episodes. Uh. Oh, that's interesting. I like that they never didn't kill him. He just kind of left. Yeah, he had the gumption to just get the fuck out of there. Yeah, and I don't want to get you know? too deep. I have some stuff on that later. But okay, um, <clears throat> he was a great. He was a great character. I really like that character a lot. Very good for uh, maybe maybe the most impact per capita as far as talking. Mm-hmm. Not, oh, not yeah. a lot of words. I mean. I don't think we probably mentioned it last episode. The the episode that was very focused on Furio. It was called the strong silent type, mm-hmm. and that's you know that goes back to episode one. Tony talking about Gary Cooper, the strong silent type. That's the man he wants to be. Uh-huh. That's who Furio is. He was the strong silent. I type. find it very fascinating you know? that even Tony wants to be the man that Carm wants him to be. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like if only you were who you thought you were. Right. Right. You know, he is very he's very oblivious to who he actually yes. is because he calls himself the sad clown. He thinks he's just uh, this white, you know, this fun-loving guy, you know, who's got to be depressed. But he, should, you know, he's he's a dick. He's kind of a mean he's asshole. A big asshole. Yeah, he's just a yeah. mean asshole. He's just smart. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh Let's see. So let's jump into before we get too deep into their whole thing, because I, I think we should dedicate most of the discussion of this episode to that. Let's just take care of the uh, back and forth on we're going to whack Carmine. We're not going to whack Carmine. Yes. So Carmine, Johnny and, and Tony have, have set, set it up. We're going to do it. Uh, Christopher is back and Tony assigns him. Christopher's looking real healthy. He's looking good. He's doing sit-ups. Yeah. He doesn't have track marks. And, no. Uh, yeah. Kind of a- oh, oh! There was a uh, funny line. The uh, he's like that. What last step is the apologizing to the people I've wronged? Tony's like maybe you skip maybe that skip one. That. Maybe don't do that. One. <laughs> Just let things let let you know. Lying dogs lie. Exactly. Uh, also, another probably good uh, good advice. Another interesting <laughs> part in the whole Christopher storyline this episode is uh, there's appears to be a little stress between him and Adriana. There is, and uh, she's kind of being a bitch about drinking in front of him. <laughs> 
So, okay, one thing I wanted to mention. I did, uh, during, when Christopher actually goes to rehab, I texted TC, because he did go to drug school. Right. And I, I thought the line was weird when the guy said no candy bars. And I texted TC and like, hey, is that a thing in 12-step programs, no candy bars? And he's like, no, that's that, uh, exactly what he said. Let me, let me get his text, because that's a bunch of bullshit. He said, um, I said, uh, in rehab, why are cigarettes okay? Because they said you can smoke, smoke cigarettes but no candy. Why, in rehab, why are cigarettes okay but chocolate and coffee? No. At least that's what that was in The Sopranos. He goes, that is not standard. Most AA, there are fucking tons of coffee and cigarettes. Deal with your addiction in the order of what's killing you. Chocolate isn't killing you. So that was a load of horse shit about the chocolate. Okay. He could have brought chocolate. He could have had some chocolate. Yeah. He didn't seem overly concerned about it. No. But, but I found that was weird. Yeah, that seemed like a weird one. Yeah. Seemed like a weird one. And so I'm wondering, though, like... And, and I guess she shouldn't be drinking alcohol in front of him, right? Because he is an Not addict. fresh out of rehab. No, not fresh out, yeah. Like, if it was months down the road... Like, I've... Per- okay, so this is what I think. And okay. I've not run into a ton of these situations, or at least to my knowledge... But if somebody is in recovery, mm-hmm. I don't think you should do that act in front of them unless they verbally let you know that it's okay. Yeah. It's, yeah. I'm with you. There. Like, I think that's just fair. Because I thought he was being kind of a dick. But then I'm like, wait, actually, that's probably was he was in his right. Right. Like, hey, be, like he wasn't yeah. mean about it. He was just like, hey, thanks right. for drinking in front of me. Kind of a yeah. kind of a bitch move. I, I think we're just I think we're just custom to think he's a dick. But like he might actually be kind of no. Right I this think time, you're. You know? I think I think we think that way about a lot of characters in the show. Is that like <laughs> yeah they the, the writers are great in not having them do stuff that's in character all the time because humans don't do sure. stuff that's in character right. all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like Chris being able to ride the high horse on Adriana that never happens. No, <laughs> but he did this time. Uh, yeah, and I mean staying on the Chris subject. So when they eventually get to the point where the the hit is completely off and he has the guys that he hired murdered that almost kind of leads you to believe that he's not going to relapse which i know he doesn't for a while but like for a while right and like they're talking this whole time about how like they're his old dealers and you know once we need to we can dip back in and then he has him murdered it kind of puts that to bed at least on the face Mm -hmm. of it right yeah, I don't... I'm not going to say anything. Let's just keep going. <laughs> yeah, I know he um, relapses, you know. Yeah. I think I might have spoiled something for you, like, early on in, on our podcast. No, I but... also knew that he died. Okay. Or, and that Tony cool. killed him. I didn't know how he killed he, him, but he I knew that he killed closes him. Closes his nostrils. You're going to do it again, okay? All right, cool. You're going to re... Big old nose. You're going to re, uh, <laughs> re-spoil that. Okay, cool. That's kind of fun. <laughs> Yeah, no. Uh I knew I knew that he had died, but you did spoil how he was killed. Yeah. Okay. Uh Well, well, you don't know exactly though. I just told right. you he closes his nostrils. This you don't is know like when you told me how Iron Man died in the last Avengers movie. Oh, I did? Yep. Oh, I'm sorry. Yep. He snapped his fingers. I'm Iron Man, bitch. Yeah. And, and then I think your exact words was there's a big explosion, which was pretty all-encompassing, I agree, but it was exactly what happened. Yeah. I'm Iron Man. See, Snap. see, you're the dick of this episode of this show. I am. I don't mean to spoil things, and I think my roommate War 
Maybe he's listening. He said that I spoiled uh, Joffrey dying in Game of Thrones for him. Aww. And I don't think I would do that, but he said I did. Well, you... Like, on Twitter. You had already forgotten. But, like, that doesn't seem like a thing I would do. You had already forgotten that you had spoiled Tony Stark dying. But he remembers. I, I remember. I know. I guess I'm a bad guy. Like, that's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I look. I don't want to be that asshole, but maybe I am that. I asshole. think. I think we all fall into the trap of assuming that people have seen the yeah. same shit that we've seen. Right. And like, right. you just kind of get ahead of yourself sometimes. I, 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 I'll never do like right when I see something do the R.I.P. You know thing. Yeah. But I think I maybe do kind of. If it's been like a few weeks, I kind of fall into the... We live you know, in a weird world where like... We do. If you want to talk online about something, you have to just be okay with that you're probably going to spoil things for people. What I don't like is the... Um, and it's no one's fault because it just happens. But it's like the... Someone liked this post and it's a big spoiler. Mm-hmm. You know? And I, I and like on Twitter. You know? Like someone... I, uh, I got like a thing on super mario uh odyssey kind of spoiled for me because uh and i could tell you what it is because that sounds like a dumb thing but it's it, it, so there's this at the very end of super mario odyssey you kind of uh get this retro world where you play like in super mario 64 world mm-hmm. which is fucking awesome mm-hmm. and i kind of had that spoiled for me because it was like someone so liked this post and it was like a video of that and i'm like oh fuck all right. Yeah, well. and and it sucks when you get the accidental spoil when it's not really yeah. anybody's fault. It's no one's fault, but it's like fuck it's that. like yeah. ah, damn it. Yeah, what were we talking about? <laughs> Chris doing drugs. Chris doing Nine drugs. Spoiling. Oh yeah, we were talking about. We were kind of finishing up on Chris, and then we got into yeah. you spoiling Chris's death for me. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, Junior gets off. He doesn't have to go to jail. He does. <laughs> I kind of felt bad for that juror. Yeah. <laughs> kind of. It's like, what's he going to do? And then he's like, head to the light. Hey, you know, we you know, hope your son, you know, has a, or grandson, you know. I won't Hollywood. be letting you know. <laughs> it's like, okay. Can't, uh, can't y'all just. You can't really say anything, right? But couldn't they all just appreciate that, like, that's clearly what was going on? <laughs> since Look, Junior man, I saw, I saw 12 angry men. I saw 12 angry men. I'm going to do this. Junior yeah. spent half that trial staring that guy down. Oh, yeah. Like, they Man, know. that must suck. Everybody knows. Yeah, you would think. And it's definitely the only white guy on that bench, too. Yeah, right? the only white, <laughs> middle-aged male is definitely the one they can get his... Italian-looking male, yeah. Only one they can get his arm twisted. And Bobby, yeah. give him all the credit in the world. He's the one that was like, there's our guy. That's the one. Mm-hmm. Bobby getting real close to Janice. And and uh, Junior didn't really seem to like that a whole doesn't, lot. No, well, he's even said he doesn't like that. No, and to, to Bobby, yeah, I don't. He doesn't like that. really approve of Janice. No, I don't like that. I I don't know because I think she is helping him, even though it's a little like it's a little, you know, it's a little. I don't know what what it, how to even put it. Like she she's definitely conniving. 
She's but got. She is helping. She's him. got good intentions because we are at the point. What? Well, yeah. Well, and it's hard to tell because when, when you're burying <clears throat> cakes in the your wife's grave, burying cake. I okay, think, I was up. I was with him up until the point that he buried the cake. Yes. That's when yeah. it was like, okay, you're doing weird stuff now. We can't. Yes. That's weird. We can't do that. Like you can. I think. I think if if your significant other or somebody you love dies, you can grieve for as long as you want. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. But the minute you start burying cakes, that's <laughs> yeah. when like. Like we gotta, hey, this is it's intervention time. You remember the intervention yes. we just had for Chris? We're having one for yes. you. No more burying cakes. Yes. You can't bury any cakes. That's a bit weird. Yes, that. that uh, that's I wonder how far. good that big ZD was though, if in the freezer for that Dude, long. Dude, uh, how long has it been? Like six weeks. <laughs> I don't. How how good can food keep in the freezer for that? Oh, long? it can keep for a while. But like, yeah. I'm really trying to figure out when did this happen. When did his his wife die? Was at the beginning of the season four. At the beginning of the season, right? So, yeah. Jesus Christ! You know the weight is in this ep- in this season. Can you remember? Can you believe that all of that was in the <laughs> beginning of this season? Oh, that was this season. Yes. Oh wow. Which Jeez. actually has some really nice ties to this episode. Well, yeah, because Johnny, you know, Johnny Sachs was pissed at carmine for not sticking up for him on the whole ralphie thing well and just right? the fact that like tony and johnny have a conversation about marriage and yeah. johnny is like you know it, it it only works when you both do your share which is kind mm-hmm. of a callback to the weight you both carry yeah. the weight um mm-hmm. i guess we can go ahead and jump into sure the uh the fun marriage stuff yeah, this is uh, uh, this is this is they should retroactively they should go back rename this episode Marriage Story because this no. this episode have you seen Marriage Story? I have. That's a good movie. It's very good. It's very good. Movie. It's very good. Mm-hmm. It is if if you if you have a weak stomach and you cannot take the awkwardness of this episode, do not watch Marriage Story. Yeah, <laughs> do not. That is. They yeah they got a fight in there that right that could go toe to toe with right this. up there just and, oh and, yeah I mean some of the tactics that they use yeah and like I'm a child of divorce I don't know about you but like I am not this is... I oh, you know what though um, my grandparents got divorced when I was like ten okay and it, and it definitely affected my dad yeah and I knew how that affected my, so I'm I'm not saying I'm a child of divorce but I know how divorce affected my right. dad even at a late age. Yeah. And so yeah, I kind of I kind of see get it. my parents yeah. got divorced when I was let's see like eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wish my parents got divorced when I was sixteen or really? or twenty yeah. if I if it was Med- in Meadows' case. Fuck mm-hmm. straight off with all y'all's crying bullshit. You got two years in the house. AJ doesn't care about Jack S. No, does not care. Does not care. He just wants some pussy. Meadow just wants to yell at mom all the time. Get these kids out of here. I wish my parents got divorced when I was 16. (laughs) Yeah, I think it probably affects you more when you're, like, very young. But I don't even know. I don't even know if that's a fact, even, because, like, you seem to be very well adjusted. Uh, Yeah. Everyone I... I I had a real good example of how not to be from my dad. Yeah. And it just it just depends on if you uh realize that you're looking at an example looking at an example of what to be versus mm-hmm. what not to be. I just realized mm-hmm. early what not to be. Yeah. Cuz yeah, I I was always told by my parents that that love is forever. No, no, no. That uh 
kids or people like kids who were a project of divorce had a harder time of adjusting. And I, I think I've seen though, getting older that that's not the case. I think it's just, I think it's just another avenue. I think you're also life. there, not you, their information was slightly skewed in that uh, mm-hmm. today we as a society have a, a way and we're much better at like hiding depression and like our problems mm-hmm. from other people because we mm-hmm. have all these fake outlets that we can post on how happy we are and how great things are right, going right. on on the internet and second of all uh i just think divorce is way more common than when they were kids uh, yes, you know so 100%, like, 100%, if divorce yes. happens in the 70s yeah there's probably some shit that's going on because like there's not a generation before that that yeah. knew what to do but like for me my grandparents were divorced my mom mm-hmm. was separated from my dad my real dad and then she married my my guy the guy who's like my my dad but not my biological dad they got divorced so like so you have three dads. I have three dads. and uh, Like Dan. <laughs> yeah, I got three dads because I got another dad too. Yeah, so like it's uh, it's dadded up, dude. Like you just uh, you yeah. got it going. And, and I think of like just like the people that I really admire and look up to that are divorced, like who are products of divorce. Mm-hmm. You know, I like Dan McDowell or Jake. Right. You know, or, or my friend Hayden who is very smart and successful and – I don't know. I, I just I, think it has less of a like, factor than what it was initially Yeah, it's less thought. of a factor. I think, yeah. if anything, uh, a lot of times it can help you if you are yeah, able probably. to, like, get past that point of denial and sadness mm-hmm. and, like, you accept it. It's just one, it's like an er, it's an early version of death. You know, like we were talking about earlier, this is like... You know, it, it in this episode, it felt a lot like... And it kind of made me sad. And I think maybe a lot of it is that my parents are still in uh, the house that I... Not grew up in, but I uh, from college till now yeah. have been in, um, or I've, I mean, I lived. I don't live there anymore, but I've lived there for a very long time. And there's some in the house, and it, it it's sort of that similar feeling sure. where it's an end of something, mm-hmm. and it's not divorce, but it's it's definitely a new chapter. Yeah, and it felt like that with Meadow, like she was definitely thinking about, hey, you know, this is the end. Like she was, you know, it kind of made me a little sad in a way. She was talking about. She was imagining, you know, when she had kids, yes, and, and they would all spend Christmas together or whatever together and by the fire, and it would be a big family thing, and uh, she was sad about that. Then you got a little flash of her being, regretting her actions to her parents. You know, it's it's a very, I mean, it's a very universal She feeling. even gets, like, a flashback in this. Well, yeah, that's what yeah. I was saying, yeah. Yeah, she gets that flash mm-hmm. where she, when she was like, where the fuck is you know the, no fucking food in the kid like right. the, when she was real and we all get that right don't we all get that where we're like why was i an asshole to my parents then why was i a dick then? well and like aj when tony finally tells him he's moving out and i don't want to wrap up everything here because we're talking about the mm-hmm. end but like uh like aj at the end when he's when tony tells everybody he's moving out he's he's blaming himself <laughs> like this isn't because yeah. i said i wanted to live in your room yeah right um, yeah yeah and that by the way that shit's real awkward yeah don't think i don't like i, I yeah. had some hot sports opinions about mom back in the day that turned out to be wrong and yeah. like sure uh, it comes back around second, and you can sec, dude i'll tell you secondary i had a friend who like in elementary school his parents got divorced and i had a, i thought his mom was crazy mm-hmm. turns out his dad was the one who was a dick yeah you know like an asshole 
like beat her. I think. you know very so, yeah. very similar to uh, war. The, mm-hmm. the the history is written by those that survive it. Yeah, and um, usually the dick gets revealed. And mm-hmm. like my dad wasn't a dick. Don't get me wrong, but he had you know he, he had his sure. his share of issues, and mm-hmm. uh, like it just took until I was a fully formed adult for me to recognize that, and eventually they you know the soprano children yeah. will too. Yeah, 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 yeah. It all comes around, doesn't it? Yes, it does. It, I, I have another another friend who I remember he would we're going off tangents now, but I think it's. Hey, it's life imitating art, right? Yeah, you're uh, you're listening to the divorce podcast here <laughs> on Deja Vu. <laughs> I'm trying to relate because uh, my parents are have a healthy romantic relationship. Sorry, guys. It's okay. Uh, 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 no, I remember. It's like, okay, I got two Christmases. So yeah, I know. I don't. I didn't get two Christmases. I got a GameCube, a PlayStation Two, <laughs> oh, and an you. Xbox. I got all Same those spread Christmas. out though. Spread net. Fuck you. All right. Well. Uh, so I had a I had a buddy. I remember this is very young. I was uh I mean like ten or eleven or twelve, and he was like a neighborhood friend, and he would come over uninvited like every so often. And I'm like, oh cool, Eric's over. That's awesome, and he would come over all the time, and I didn't know why he would. He just would, and realizing now, parents were fighting. Yeah, <laughs> parents were not getting along, and his dad might have been abusive to I him guess, and his mom. I guess that's one of the one good thing because like. My parents, they didn't like physically fight, but they screamed yeah. at each other constantly. And I'm, gl- I yeah. guess I am glad that I didn't, they didn't continually scream at each other for another sure. 10 years <laughs> before mm-hmm. they finally stopped doing all that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, you know, divorce is, uh, divorce is a weird thing. I hope it is. I, uh, I sincerely hope I never have to deal with that. Well, it seems like Tony and Carmela won't get a divorce that we know from the, but but again, let's let's talk about sort of the acting in this. I mean, the the performances are great. I was I was scared though, like, because I, I I you know I for I knew I knew they'd get back together eventually, right. and I just and I was scared that Carmela would be like kind of coming back, but she never did. It was always you know she would. I mean, she said a lot of very she said a lot of lines that kind of cut to him like I don't love you anymore. I, I just yeah I love like, she was very blunt. I love the tentacles. To yeah. every season of how the mm-hmm. whole thing played out and how like her just raw emotion during these scenes. By the way, yes, there's what three arguments in this this episode? About three. There's one. There's the initial there, one. There's the initial one. There's one by the pool. So there's, there's two. There's there's one by the pool. There's one in the kitchen. And there's one in the media room. So the f- that's the big one. Yeah, the me- where she reveals about Furio, Furio. which yeah, that also is okay. This this might be uh, Gandolfini. This is probably the reason why he won that. Like <laughs> the slow turn that he takes of like complete, yeah. utter shock and surprise to furiously mad was mm-hmm. amazing. Um. But like I said about the tentacles on how, like, you have Irina. Oh, yes. I I totally forgot. Yeah, no, no. Um, Yeah, she calls. She calls Carmela to tell her yes. about, or and she talks to AJ, but, like, that's beside the point. She calls Carmela. Well, I mean, I don't even know that's besides the point because that's, I think, one of the reasons why she was so pissed. 
because now Tony's shit is going into the family. Like, like now AJ knows, right. you know? Yeah. Like, as much of a shithead the kid is, he's still an innocent. You know, he's still 15 years old. Yeah. And now his mistress is calling the house, and AJ picks up, and she's calling him a handsome boy. Like, it's... That's fucks you up. It, it, you know, I don't know. Like, I don't know what that does. Yeah. You're starting to realize your dad is into some shit you probably shouldn't be, right? Yeah, I guess I'm more focused on Carmilla. You know what I mean? Like, yes, she's using you. that as a front but, of why she's upset. But she's upset because she she likes yes. Svetlana. And, like... Right. It, well, she's upset by by the other Russian, not Svetlana. But, no, no, she is upset that because... No, you're right. But I'm just saying, like, initially the call upset her as well. Like, like the call from the other mm-hmm. Russian lady. Yeah, no. And then Svetlana, because, yeah, she did like Svetlana. Right. And we all like Svetlana. She's fucking awesome. Right. She's probably number top tier Sopranos uh, character. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But I just... One leg, drinking all the time. Yeah, I cool found it kind of crazy and interesting uh, to, like, spread that out of have, like, have Irina call Carmela, tell her yes. about them, tell her about Irina and Tony, and drop the Svetlana thing on there which was sort of the final straw because that was somebody yes. not not just somebody that she'd spoken to because like that sucks but like she would have probably just kept on moving but for it to be somebody that she knows and liked yes yes that's yes, the yes. cherry on top she, yes because like she kind of she kind of um justified th- I don't know if she just or she kind of could put it out of her head because she didn't know these people right right. But now she knows who it is. She knows who she is. And it makes it a little different, too, when it's someone that you've known for a period of time versus, like, yes. and he even tries to use this excuse that, like, it, or she says, like, cocktail waitresses and bartenders and all that stuff, like, they're passing relationships. Preschool. Preschool teachers. Like, like, and so you know it's been forever. Right. Right. So it's yeah. been a, a while. Yeah. And it just makes it different man it's totally like a one-time mistake or a fling even if it's something that pops up every now and it pops up time to time not defending anything just saying that some people have that problem they have problems with that um not judging but like it's different when it's someone you know and it's different when it's a it's an ongoing thing well and, and he says like don't you know who i am you grew up with all these people you know that's this is totally the in the right to say that it doesn't yes. make him right, but he is. No, but, she should know, like that's part of the deal. But you're right, though. It, it's real now yes. because she knows who it is. Yes. Um, also, you have my dog's barking for some reason. Maddest dog in the world. I don't know why he is. Barking. These dogs are barking into the day. You hear what I'm saying? Uh, someone must Christ. be over. I guess someone's over at the house. Uh, what was I even thinking about? Um. Oh, yeah, like what you're saying, though, the whole uh, foreshadowing, because the whole, um, the t- the watching too much TV episode where he beats up his lawyer friend or, mm-hmm. you know, because he was having an affair with her. Right. That's why this happened. Yeah, because they, right? like, she couldn't respect that guy anymore and they break yeah. up, which sends her on a bender, uh, which yeah. leads her to get drunk and call the house. Mm-hmm. And when she hears no Tony there, there's AJ answering the phone, and then Carmela and drunk people make bad decisions. Yep. So it all, yeah, comes back. I, w- um, I, w- I does he? I assume at some point he gets to confront Irina. 
I don't remember. I don't know. That'll be a fun scene. This is... It's starting to get a little blurry. I remember... I know next season... Uh, this is the Steve Buscemi season. Mm-hmm. I know there is a humongous dream sequence coming up, and I won't say exactly what. I know there is... I know... Um, I know there's... Tony takes peyote at one point and says, I get it. Hell yeah. Um, I gotta say, I'm getting... I'm kind of interested in some of that stuff. <laughs> Peyote. I've never. Uh, Dude, you want? I've never. You want to take peyote? I'll take some peyote. Let's do it. Like, I just watched. We talked about it for a minute on Cirque this weekend, but uh, there's a, a really cool documentary on Netflix about like tripping on hallucinogens. It's hosted by Nick Offerman. You should all check it out. All right, Travis. Um, what did you think about this season? I loved the season. I think I kind of hinted at it at the beginning of the the the, sh- the show today. Mm-hmm. That at first I wasn't really sure what we were doing, and I didn't. And, and it, it was weird because, like you know, we talked very early, and and I'll let you finish. I'm That's sorry. okay. I do this a That's lot. okay. And I'm trying to work on it. I'm trying to work. It's on okay, it. Trey. Um, this is the training wanna, ground, man. I want to compliment what you're saying. Uh, we talked about before the season started how. We um, wanted to kind of compare, you know, how 9-11 affected it. And I think the first couple episodes, we saw it, but maybe not so much in the rest of the show. Uh, you know, we got a, a mention here or there of something sort of mm-hmm. related. But I would say that it it really wasn't that different. Maybe mm-hmm. less, I don't even want to say there was less violence. It just felt like it was packed in the last four episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe slightly less violence just on the pure fact that people are not really wanting to watch that at this period in period of time. That's a good, that's a good point. But I didn't feel like it was heavy handed Mm -hmm. and I kind of think they did their best work this season. Like the build up and the slow build of, of Carm and Tony finally like having a clash, a real clash. Mm -hmm. By the way, in these last episodes, each of these like physical confrontation arguments are less than two minutes long. Like, they feel oh, really? very long, wow. but each of them are do. less than two minutes long. Oh, wow. <clears throat> it's They definitely felt very long. And that's what they do in this show, man. They just, they make it feel so much more rich and so much deeper than, like, any other show that I remember. I mean, just, mm-hmm. just the Irina being the one that, like, really shines the light on everything and crumbles everything down for Tony and how she did it. And like the things that are brought up and how, like when Tony's mom died back in season two, like that's like the crux of what's like sticking in Carmela's crawl, you know, like, and I I didn't notice it watching. I I read it in the Seppenwall book. Um, and I'll, uh, the Soprano sessions. That's what the book's called, by the way. Uh, that's not a, not, a, not an uh, endorsement. advertisement. Not an endorsement. I'm just saying that's a very good it's book. It's a recommendation. Yes. As we're watching this, I'm reading that. And um, Alan Sepulwell's been on Bad Radio, by the way. Uh, maybe once or twice. I'm not sure. But he's been on there. But in the book, he mentions, and I missed this. Tony says, oh, poor you. Which is a line Livia said all the time. Uh-huh. And so, like, he always says that his mother you know, broke down his father into like a nub. That's what he's done to Carmela. He is his mother. 
Uh, He's that whole broken. The, I mean, we haven't met, we haven't had enough comp like uh nice enough time with the third sister, the third sibling. Yeah. But Janice and fucking Tony are just their mom, different in yeah. different ways, obviously. But they mm-hmm. they really are. He's just grinded this poor woman down, who seems to be a fine woman. Uh, she's made some compromises in her life to make herself and her children more comfortable, but. At the end of the day she's kind of doing what she's got to do she seems very different than the ladies he kind of goes after and he you know At they times. talk about that you know yeah. like they mentioned that i did think that it was crazy that like remember a few episodes ago when she had first stolen the money and they have that stare down that kind of like yeah. standoff in the kitchen yeah he pulled his self-destruct button the the thing that he knew that if their only reason why i would be bringing this up is if she's got me. And he right. pulled that she stole that money from him and she brushed it off and it did not matter. And it didn't matter. Mm-hmm. No. That's who that's how that's how she knew <clears throat> she won like won as well as much as she could win, but that like or that's how he knew he lost. Like my like my big swing did nothing. Mm-hmm. It did nothing. And even like you know, she brings up the fingernail, and he's he about almost to, rats himself. He's out. about to be like, "Hey, no, no, that what? Never mind. That's not even you know her fingernail. What? Yeah, that's not going to help him at all. He made a good decision. <laughs> a good, you. a man made a good decision in that moment. Yeah. He's like, "Why dig a deeper grave here? I've got. Yes. She already knows about two. I don't need a third one. God forbid she finds out about the girl that drove her home. Mercedes lady. God. Yeah. Because it's like you know, she's." You know, yelling at him about all this stuff, and you're just like thinking in the back of your head, this is only the surface, right? Right, and I, there is so much. She more. definitely realizes that. Yeah, and he also is probably realizes that she realizes that. I'm very, very curious to see how they get like kind of. I, I assume it's sort of a slow process, how uh-huh. they sort of come back together, and it's not even like an intentional process. It's just like their team you know what i mean and yeah. i mean realistically like we were talking about this isn't a show about the mafia it's not even a show about a, a, a mob uh or a, a mob boss in in therapy anymore it's a show about family and marriage and right. like without the marriage there's a lot less sopranos you know yeah uh i'm interested i'm interested to see steve buscemi i'm interested yes. in this next few seasons because i know it gets a little a little weird and i like a little weird travis i like it weird too show. yeah and i'm excited travis we'll do how many episodes next week two or three i think two has been pretty good so yeah far, i think right? two's been good um and yeah I, and i know we teased the avatar episode is that not gonna happen this weekend or next beginning uh, of next week maybe next week maybe okay. next week how about that? okay all yeah. right everybody look for that yeah and uh, we'll be back soon with uh, more Sopranos and Avatar and all your other shows that you want to see. Give us a suggestion for a show. Yes. You know? Yeah. I'm, I'm that sure we could, uh, maybe look at for a few episodes. Six listeners have some suggestions for us. Yes. I'm I sure. think we're growing, though. I think we're up to like eight or nine now. Maybe eight. Ah. Who knows? Who knows? All right. Well, thanks, Travis. Thank you, Trey. All right. We'll see you. Right, bye.